up everybody it's your boy red dragon back in the game back in here with another podcast on deck and yeah man as we get into this it is 3 a.m in the morning well 2 48 a.m to be exact but you know you like to round it off um you know that and i love doing podcasts around this time man um but yeah anyways as you can see um, you see what the title is, as always, I just want to shout out, you know, the listeners, you know, thanks for the support and everybody that's, you know, going to listen to this and support it or, you know, share it or whatever you may do with it. Um, and it's always nice. Like I say, roll up what you roll up, pour up what you pour up. If you just getting off work by the time you listen to this or you about to go to work or you getting your day started, morning started or you in the whip just driving down the street, make sure you turn this up get in tune if you want to you know just pretty much like a little another little story time but um yeah as always follow my um other socials if you got them if you got like ig twitter youtube obviously if you got those and you're interested you know follow those and to everybody that's already followed them or you know y'all that show some type of support to them i appreciate that as well um i know i rarely ever say anything to the people that's already supporting but if you already supporting most deaf um I'm talking about for the other socials because I shout y'all a lot on the podcast every single time. But yeah, if you're on these other socials, you support me, man. I always appreciate that as well. And yeah, we can just jump straight into it. Um, but yeah, I do plan on doing a, a live podcast. Again, I've did them in the past before when I was testing out podcasts before I started really, you know, podcasting for real, for real. Did them on my, um, you know, my channel or whatever, Twitch channel and, um, yeah, just to see live feedback, that was something with that. But yeah, I'm, I think I might try that again, you know, sometime in the future or sometime soon, one or two. And that's what it's going to be, you know. Uh, might try to read off as live, because you know when I would do it on live, I usually just be like, I see the comments, but I'm just going to, you know, roll with the script. But I don't know, give or take, I'm going to think about it, think about how I want to do that. So yeah, if y'all from the Twitch fam, man. Um, be looking out for that and once again shout out to y'all as well because y'all been showing support across all boards of um, everything i'm doing from vlogging to you know twitch aka streaming obviously podcasting and yeah so forth so with that being said let's hop into this topic man y'all see what the title say yes i am a hybrid um and people don't know what that really is sometimes for the most part when I say that. But let's just, you know, you got to dive in what is a hybrid. I've been calling myself that for a long time now. Um, I remember people be like, well, what is a hybrid? Right? Well, they don't, for the most part, most people know what a hybrid is or a hybrid. Um, but some people don't. <laughs> and mainly it's been, you know, a couple females I noticed, which this has kind of got me sparked to do this um, this podcast, which I find interesting having a conversation um, with a couple female friends and I just find found it a little funny how you know they perceive me um differently like it's just like it's crazy because you know I know everybody likes them we all look different to everybody um in, in everybody own head or whatever but to me I felt like for the most part I felt like I was I wouldn't look certain ways to certain people but yeah, I found it interesting, and I'm like, you know, I should drop a podcast on this, you know. Maybe they can soak it in, y'all can listen to this, because, uh, yeah. But, yeah, what is a hybrid, man? A hybrid is technically the mix, the mixing of two different species. Uh, I guess by definition, that's probably what it would be. And then 
mainly what I'm talking about is obviously it's my personality. So I'm talking about my personality and not my physical species. Obviously, I'm 100% human. Um, but yeah, personality-wise, I have a hybrid personality. I know some people be like, some well, we all have different sides to so our personality. We not all just this, you know, one personality. But the reason why I say that is usually people with those multiple sides to their personality, they don't stray too much from like a, a certain theme, if that makes sense. I feel like I have a literal hot and cold personality that most people don't think go together. And that's the thing about it. Majority of people, and that's why it's a, I'm calling it a hybrid thing because my personality literally looks like two different people night and day, um, studying by each other on a mental aspect. So let's get into why do I call myself a hybrid then? You know, I'm an intellectual and a savage and a, I'm a polymath. So. I know I said too, intellectual and polymath, I kind of, you know, bunch those up as, you know, into one, but they really different things, to be honest. Well, I mean, they, they, they the same to a degree, but then they different as hell at the same time. Um, intellectual is technically more about like on the thinking side or, you know, how you, you know, how your intellect is, how intelligent you are, how you can, you know, break down stuff technically. So. And yeah, obviously a savage, that should be self-explanatory for the most part. People just think savage is some brutish you know some type of you know thing or behavior i should say like it's more like a behavior type and and that's the thing is like people can't really read which one i am at different points in time which is why like i said it was funny when i had this um this conversation with these female friends um and to me, I just kind of caught me off guard because I never thought like people could, you know, read me a certain way or be able to perceive me a certain way or even be able to tell like what I am certain times, certain times. Um, so, yeah, uh, I do want to get more deeper in that a little later about the, you know, break that down about the intellectual or whatever and, uh, you know, being a savage or whatever. But, yeah, let's go dive into the whole, you know, the different ways that people describe my personality and i'm talking about across all the boards i sat here i thought about this i'm like obviously i got the female friend version um then i got family members siblings they all see usually when i'm used to people describing me to somebody else they usually describe one type of person they usually choose a side and then i felt like as i got older you know most people my family of course they wind up i think they could see that it was you know multiple sides or two different sides but i felt like they didn't think that it was like closely matched um without like me being one or the other so and technically i should say like a nerdy side you know or i can even bring that into the to the equation like you know got having like a nerdy side or you know just being I guess nerdy about certain shit. Anything you obsess over, I guess it makes you a nerd. Um, and I, I obsess about certain things. And that is why I am the way I am. And that is why I feel like people just don't get the obsession. I have an obsession type of personality. But I don't obsess over people or nothing like that. So you never see me like, oh, I just need to be by this person. or that. But it's not that. It's usually over things. Which is why I'm a polymath. Um, y'all know what that is. I've been telling y'all couple times just go you know look that up look into it somebody that's just really into just knowledge and information on all different subjects and everything like that so usually once i come across something that um intrigues my mind i just get obsessed over it i'm not saying nobody else does this but what i'm saying is it's the type of things that i get obsessed about um and then i just want to learn everything 
even the small things i would say that i, I feel like i'm a the, the small things matter to me um from a polymath spectrum i guess like there was a time i looked into why do towels dry like why is they the best thing to dry off you know versus like a regular cotton shirt or anything else you know that's just like or a cover and it's crazy because just looking at breaking down that science and these is these things how i get down these rabbit holes and then people be like how the hell did you know that because <laughs> that's usually uh what wind up happening with especially when i'm hanging out with female friends they like the biggest i feel like they're the biggest ones that pointed out i feel like when i'm around male friends or family members they probably hear me say shit but they just kind of like oh, okay that's what that is okay and they just brush it off but the females they just be like wait how did you even know that like like damn like who who the thought like you would knew white napkins is threaded this way and that way <laughs> and it's just like because i look into shit like that it's shit like that like literal like um towels pins lights shit like that <laughs> like you could just name it and it's only really coming from a standpoint that it interests me i sit there and i'm like why is it this way like why is it i need to know why and I cannot not leave, you know, leave that thought until, like, I find out why. And then it takes me down a rabbit hole. So then I find out about things that got to do around towels and, and all this kind of shit and napkins and everything, like, you know, stuff like that on that note. And that's on a light form. That's, like, on a, obviously, that's a small form. There's bigger things that I've definitely dove into. And I don't want to get too deep here on this podcast. But obviously, from my past podcast, y'all, y'all obviously can see. I'm in the sign symbolism and everything like that. Like this is shit that it branches off from the small things like this. When I was younger, I was always in the animals. I think I told y'all this is real earlier podcast as well. I told y'all about how I came across the whole red dragon thing. And, you know, I was in the animals, a.k.a. obsessed with animals, literally. Um, I always used to read animal books, all that kind of stuff. So I used to know about damn near every type of animal. Um, obviously not every single animal, but like every type is what I'm trying to say, like a type. Um, from insect, everything, you just name it. Um, you know, the whole mammals, the, the lizards and all that, which is, it helped me with my, my identity with the whole dragon thing and about being, you know, like a reptilian and just, just so much like with that. Once again, I'm just giving out little, little trinkets of information and I'm not tying them in because like I said, that'll just take a whole nother podcast, but it, it helps me, I guess think the way I think or come up with some of the stuff I come up with. So I always just do that younger and then, you know, my brothers and sisters, they always be like, Hey, what do this do? And it'd be like a bug or something, or it could be like an animal and, and that they just ask me what it what it like what does it eat or what does it do? Because they know I used to just read all that kind of stuff or I just be on that kind of stuff. Like I had to know about animals and I'm talking about like I'm talking about like a big variety of animals. Like I remember a lot of stuff but um i've definitely felt way more educated when i was a kid about animals in general like just so much stuff um always watch animal shows discovery channel that was the fucking channel for me that that that's that's another thing like um it was a show used to come on there called wild discovery obviously if you're in your 30s or you know if you even by late 20s yeah you feel if you if you in your late 20s you definitely know what wild discovery was if you know back in the day on cable when cable was a thing <laughs> before thy internet um channel 23 bro <laughs> you go channel 23 discovery channel wild discovery used to come on and that was like the first time i was getting like animal documentaries all that kind of stuff which brings it back up to speed up to date which is i was talking to my you know female friends and shit like that and 
I was telling them about like, yeah, my, my, my Netflix, they'd be surprised at what I watch on Netflix. You know, Netflix suggests stuff based off what you watch. Well, I, to this day, I have a, I'll be watching a shit ton of like animal documentaries, like literal animal documentaries about, like I said, I didn't watch shit about um, lions, crocodiles, tigers, wild China, I didn't seen that, wild Russia, I didn't seen that, blue planet, I didn't seen like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'll be, and I'll be on that shit like they brand new movies, when I see that shit, and I just sit here and I get indulged, and I will be up literally, what, 3 a.m. right now, um, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 a.m., like that's, this is what I'll be doing my personal time, I, I would rather sit here and watch hours and hours and hours of that shit because i love that like i live eat sleep and breathe that and i'm glad that my whole love for animals just didn't go out the window like obviously i was diehard back then to the point like you couldn't harm no animal and once again my family members and my cousins they'll definitely be able to tell you this they used to try to make fun of me about it uh, because they thought it was funny which is obviously bringing Ned to the savage side. Once again, it's just as this shit start to develop, what's, I probably said some of this stuff in a you know past podcast. But if you heard it a little bit of this before, you know, think of it as a recap. If you heard me say this like on my Twitch channel before, thinking of it as a recap. Now, some of this shit I just say y'all obviously don't know, but um, yeah, you could not harm like no animal in front of me, bro. Like it was going down. I was on you. I was trying to fight you. The the biggest joke that everybody always remember. Uh, my cousins and my brothers and stuff like that they just always remember this is one day i was outside because i always be you know planting the dirt and uh, stuff like that too planting the dirt digging up stuff i'll be digging up roly polies um feeding ants just to try to get all the ants to come out and i'm not sure if it was my cousin or my brother but they was bouncing the ball and then they bounced it and they killed the roly poly with the ball now they thought it was funny in my head, I, I just, and I, I still to the day, I be like, I don't know. I mean, that's where they brain was at thinking like killing like shit like that was funny. In my brain, see, I was, and I want to get on this sensitive word because that's why people thought I was sensitive, which that's later in the podcast as well. Um, yeah, I was like, that shit really pissed me off. Like this, this, this insect, this innocent life had to die because you wanted to bounce a ball and kill it. And what I told him was like, how would you like it if a big ball dropped out the sky and, and dropped on you and killed you? But it came off more like a joke to them. Like it was like it was funny because the thought of a basketball coming out the sky and killing them, that was funny to them. But you know, they always ask me, like, man, you really ain't mad. It's just that I'm like, yeah, bro, you just killed, you know, you just killed this this roly poly trying to live his life. And obviously he wouldn't even die if I ain't dig him up. This, you know, I'm collecting bugs and shit on the sidewalk. Like, <laughs> like they would have been still in the ground chilling, cooling. But and that's the same thing, like with ant hills, all that kind of shit. Like I'll be trying to feed the ants outside, you know, on the sidewalk, and motherfuckers get the water hose, spray them off, or motherfuckers go get the stumping them, and I'll be chasing my brothers and sisters, like literally trying to fight them for real. And this is like all, all my, like all, every sibling. I got what eight siblings, and well, one wasn't here, so well, two wasn't wouldn't been involved. But yeah, my um, the other ones, yeah, I was all over them, cause I'm a middle child. But yeah, I was all over him trying to fight him and everything like that. Cousins as well. Be at family reunions and shit like that. And I'll be trying to feed, you know, a little get you no know, the ants and shit. You know, the ants be piling up at the park. People just think that shit was funny. But yeah, that was for the most part. I knew I could sympath sympathize with life force. Like I didn't know that's what it would have been back then. As I grew older, I knew that's what it was. I had a uh you know a certain type of sympathy for life. Just like life in general. And I feel like I still had that same type of... Because I still 
from my teen years all the way to my adult years and this is a piece i can you know i can always vouch for i've always go out my way when the squirrels come i'll stop slow down you know i'll swerve a little bit and people always be like some why you still be swerving for the you know for the for the for the squirrels and the cats because sometimes cats be out shy too and shit like that in the street and y'all be swerving like they be like dang bro like <laughs> you just swerve like oh it was me bro i ran that bitch over and to this day like i don't obviously i ain't getting mad and i don't get upset i don't even try to you know explain nothing because i feel like my my intelligence have is beyond trying to tell somebody like hey that's still a life uh and then i had a very very negative connotation or a very negative respect or i should say i start to have no to less little respect for human life and then that's where motherfuckers thought i was you know it's a little cuckoo crazy off that because i started to feel like humans should die and it goes deeper into not now them shit's turning into about my, my my past life as a child with animals but i definitely want to get to other stuff but I, I gotta give y'all a little bit of this feedback in this story because this is where i feel like some of my intellectual slash you know white people feel like you know a little bit nerdy or whatever or i guess extreme nerdy if that's what you want to call it um but i'm trying to tell y'all this was based off do documentaries i'm watching books i'm reading when i learned about poachers that was like my biggest thing and that's when i really really started to hate human life because i'm like i see it at home i see it when i'm around my cousins friends family and shit like that they kill an insect or they don't got a regard for like squirrels and cats you know all that kind of shit cats used to try to come around because i'll be trying to feed cats and you know brother and them they'd be kicking them and all that kind of shit and i really be like i'm saying when i was throwing hands at i'm throwing hands it's on sight when i see that shit but um yeah that's what it was i was just like i just didn't understand like why did people didn't see what i see and then when i read about poachers and i learned about hunting and you know how they was shooting and killing the animals and shit like that and then it was it wasn't even for like no and mind you this is probably this is 11 year old me that's when i was like this extremely crazy so i would say between that seven year old to 11 year old me that's like the biggest time i was on, on this type of stuff obviously once i got older i'm like okay people gonna hunt do this down the third i ain't gonna lie i still had like a little hatred like you know it was the same shit like I still don't get why people out here shooting fucking animals if you ain't gonna kill it with your your actual hands don't kill it which comes up on the respect thing and all that so i'm gonna skip off that cause I, I definitely went too long on that but yeah i was i was real i guess sensitive to that and then i became insensitive to human life i really hated humans in general now um now you bring it up to the you know i feel like this is why i don't believe people are products of their environment see this is this is why my whole thing is like this because obviously i grew up in the hood and i'm talking about straight game related all that kind of shit and like i said there's a couple podcasts i probably drop on that it's like just my gang life well i shouldn't say my gang life <laughs> my life around gangs which is i i guess it's kind of whatever it is because you know i've been i wasn't a gang member but i was gang banging if that that probably don't make sense but it definitely was gang banging fought a lot of gang members like it's to the point that's i was fighting so many gamers they thought i was gang members and i was i was hanging around gamer i just never joined so i don't consider myself a gang member that's why because i never just got eyed in i want to do the honorable way but um but yeah not to go too far on the deep end off that because once again that's another deep slide which is why people didn't understand like how the hell 
is you you know you fighting crips and folks and like like what the f- like like this it was like a it's it's a mind blowing thing and that's why I said I'm a hybrid like to get that personality then I get to a certain point because everybody wind up saying oh you gonna grow out of that or he grew out of that and now he like girls and now he fighting and shit like this down the third it, it turns into that like it turns into where they try to pitch you in with like oh that's every teen go through that because you're just finding yourself you know every little eight-year-old has something this guy was crazy about cartoons and comics he might not be crazy about animals but he's crazy about cartoons and comics and then he grew up and he was a gang member and this that and the third and and, and be like that uh because that's how i know when i came across a couple you know friends as i got older in teen years and you know they was actually gang members and shit like that they liked it certain things but this is what i was trying to say about the reason why they wouldn't be considered a hybrid because that shit wasn't deep in their soul. Like they knew Superman and all that kind of shit, but it wasn't like they would they wasn't still 15, 16, and that was a like it wasn't a hobby for them to want to still, you know, be watching that shit or learning about it. It was just more like, oh y'all used to watch that back in the day. You know, everybody else they just wanted to go out, get some pussy, you know, and um smoke weed, drink. And I was on that same shit, but I was also still on the same. It's more like I was a collector and I wasn't letting shit go where everybody else was like, they was letting shit go and trading in because this second life was better than our kid life. And, it, and I guess I, I guess that's the best way I can say it. Like, I guess. And that's probably why um, people is it was kind of hard people to read me because it's like I still wasn't letting shit go. But I was collecting shit, you know. I was into what I was into, but I also like, you know, I want to go get me, you know, tap some cheeks out here, get some top, you know. I don't smoke, but I drink. And then my biggest love was, you know, fighting. Like, in general, I love fighting. Like, violence was a thing for me. But, all right, just so I stay on track. Um, so this is why I believe people is not a product of their environment. Because I feel like this, this is my equation to it. It's really, it's your personality. Um, times your personal belief equals the end result of the person you are or the person you're going to be once you, you know you grown or you older because a lot of people like to say well you can't blame them because they're a product of their environment just down the third and i feel like that's around all board whether you rich or you poor i feel like the environment only it just affects your perception and i'll need y'all to let that sink in while i say that because people gonna be like that's the same thing the, the environment in this equation for me and my person this is a personal one i made up because it's like this is how um this is the best way i can break it down while i feel this way the environment just affects your personal perception which can change your personal belief and if your personal beliefs change which then can i guess affect your character or how the way you are as an actual person aka your personality so those is if you think about it i just i technically just said like the three p's you got personality then you have personal belief and then you have perception you know those are the three things we're dealing with that i feel like makes your end result your environment to me is the that's the physical realm and that's what's going to test your personality and your personal belief if you get what i'm saying see people like to say it's because you grew up over here you're going to turn like this where honestly a lot of people ain't just turning up how they turned up just because what the environment was. You got people like myself. You got other people that, you know, they didn't grew up from the hood and turned out to be doctors, lawyers, etc. You got people, you know, that was gang members and turned out to be somebody in a higher status form of society. You got people that grew up rich, whatever, silver spoon, private school, and turned out to be strippers, prostitutes, etc. And I don't really like talking down strippers because I know strippers are... um something that society talked down the most uh, most about and yes i do got some stripper friends <laughs> but um but yeah 
it's just one of the things that they try to say like they like to talk down on so that's why i threw it in it's the same way how they throw down you know uh, a mcdonald's job you know it's shit like that that's how i see it but yeah you got people that grew up rich and turned out to be that or you got women that grew up rich and turned out to still be selling their body all this kind of stuff so that's what i'm trying to say is and you got dudes let me make sure i give both spectrum on male and female because i want nobody to think i'm just keeping attack, attacking females you have uh dudes that grew up rich and still turn out to be fucking drug addicts scumbags bums that don't that's just lazy as fuck and want to just i guess live off their parents for the rest of their life so once again that's why i don't believe the was your environment you got to get away out this environment for you to have this amount of success no because it don't matter about your environment what really matters is your personality which is key point of this damn podcast right here it's your personality it's who you are as a person aka your character and then your personal beliefs help mold that character or help mold that uh your personality you know and because that's why i feel like you're born with it it's in you you know it's in you to be who you is and for you to you know whatever and obviously with life with with, with facts and shit like that come out then yes personal beliefs should be based off of facts and not just blind faith too much blind faith i should say that um faith to me or whatever blind faith or whatever you want to say like i said i just don't want to get too deep because i know i can get deep into it because sometimes i don't say my words right and i don't mean just that but i'm really trying to uh make a deeper sense but shorten and then it just don't come out right but yeah because i feel like faith is another thing too and i'm just saying when i say personal belief i'm not even talking about like a religion god or nothing like that i'm just talking about the things you personally believe now i'll give a real quick example it's like example it didn't take me to get to an adult or he didn't get into my 30s to figure out that I didn't want to cheat on no girlfriends or cheat on anybody. It didn't take me to get to an adult or grown to not want to lie. Now, this is the thing. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I can say for factuals, I didn't lie or I never cheated on nobody. And I didn't lie to no females to get none. I wasn't lying to people to hang with them. And this is why I want to bring this shit all full fold big center fold right here um for me not to be uh, not to be a liar that mean i never try to hide who i was to fit in i never try to hide who i was to get along and the older i got the more it was like i don't it's, it's like i wanted the opposition i want to be the opposite like if motherfuckers was friend and it, it still carried over to this day this is why some people think like i'd be inside social and then they'd be like dude you just seem so you know you so socialized when you're doing this down the third or but then you get right here that you just you don't you know one person come around you you can be all um anti-social like it that's and that's what i'm trying to say like i have a very complex because i'm not just the either or because how the way i think about things and how i can see but the thing is but yeah that's the that's the thing that i feel like your personal beliefs is what you believe i believe in not lying i personally believe not cheating i personally believe that I should try to be as truthful as possible and honorable as possible once I learned what those things were. And that's what, that's coming up 15, 16, 17. You know, I started dating at 16, so, and, and all that kind of stuff just kind of fell all in one place at the same time. We're about, like I said, being truthful, not lying, all that kind of stuff. Um, I've always broken up with, I only had technically four girlfriends and I can't tell which one was which when I'm breaking up with motherfuckers to go, you know, do something with another girl, but I just break up before you know if i was gonna do something with another female and i was just being single 
and being able to sleep with women without being in a relationship with them is it always came from out to be truth before i even did anything with them it's always like okay you understand this is what it is this is how it's gonna be you ain't gotta give me nothing we ain't gotta even do this we can still be friends we ain't never gotta you know connect like that um none of that and we can still be cool but i just want you to know this is what's about to happen this is how it's going to happen after all this shit you know take place if it take place and i'm gonna say what 90 98 percent of the time that's what happened it's been only like it's probably i can count all in one hand how many times a female like okay well i can't get down like that this then the third and once again i'm not making no shots at women that still take me as i am or was, was taking me as i am I'm just saying as a personality, like my personality was never to try to lie to, you know, tr trick nobody into doing anything with me or liking me, being cool with me. None of that. Same thing when I was hanging around, you know, male friends. That's how I can hang around gang members and not be a gang member. Because the thing was, I didn't have to be a gang member to, for motherfuckers to understand that you're going to respect me regardless or we're going to have a motherfucking problem. <laughs> That's just what it was, period. Um, I didn't have to be in the gang to to feel like i was gonna be I, I need to be cool like this or anything like that my whole cool points was coming off of how my, my personal beliefs and that was coming from a child and still having you know certain little things in my head that i was just like hey man i want to be like like you know like the animal kingdom that's why i have so much respect for nature when you hear me talk about nature uh my brain waves always goes to to like my nerdy side on who i want to be like or what i'm trying to be like it's never to be inspired after a person all my traits really is trying to be inspired after an animal or a creature of mythological and this is see and this is why the nerdy mix with the the savage side of me because that's how i thought which kept me you know why i wasn't affected by peer pressure or nothing like that like i never smoked because motherfuckers try to get me to smoke and that's all i was around like obviously you got my old videos that's what i'm saying my old vlog i got 10 years of vlogs up those 10 years was what from when i was 21 21 all the way up to now and in a lot of cases i was doing shit like you ain't never seen me puff a smoke and not <laughs> not one of them video i got over 300 some videos over a course of 10 years it's like nigga if you ain't rocking with me bro we ain't rocking but this is the thing if you feel any type of way because i don't want to do what you got going on or i'm not getting with y'all program if you get to trying to step on toes or get to feel like you want to flex and be gangster on me, my nigga, I'm just be savage. Like, nigga, let's get it. Because I'm, I'm one of them niggas. I like to catch it anyway. I like to catch the wreck, the smoke, all that anyway. With the, with like the young kids saying that, I want all the motherfucking smoke. Which we kind of started saying that too, but they used to say it's going to be some smoke in the city back in, the, uh, <laughs> back in my time. And I know that come from like more old school people that was even older than me. Like, probably like my mom them time where they'd be like, oh, it's going to be some smoke in the city. But, yeah, I was one of them motherfuckers like, oh, yeah, I like to catch wreck. Because I've been catching wreck. I think, once again, I told y'all this in the older podcast. I ain't going to go over it now because, we, sh you know, I don't want to be too short on time. I've been fighting since, what, kindergarten, bro. I've been fighting since kindergarten. That's just been the thing. Like, And that's why another thing why people thought I was just, you know, especially family members, just like, hey, we got a temper. This dude always getting mad. Shit like that because it wasn't shit for me. And like I said, that's how I knew it was in me to be a fighter. I didn't just turn 8 11 15 years old and start fighting when i said i'm talking about kindergarten uh probably wasn't what skip second grade third grade is probably where i had like majority of my fights i can remember the reason why i can remember because when we talk around the family i'm always get brought up about this type of shit um the principal didn't put the paper that she uh gave to my mom or whatever we used to be able to read it no she's probably lost and gone right now because we had a house fire and shit but um 
Yeah, we used to hold on to that paper about me saying me fighting 15 boys. Like, psh, I'm talking about catching it <laughs> on recess, bro. Third grade, man. And then once I hit sixth grade, once again, it was just like, it was like, bro, like, we, we can catch it, especially if you, if I thought you was disrespecting me. So this shit goes back deep in the trace last. So I don't want to touch up too much on it, but being a fighter and a savage always been a part of me, too. Like, that's just been what it was. And it might sound like, what, what's that, uh... That line off the color purple All my life I had to fight But yeah, it's just the difference with me I liked it though Cause yeah But anyways But yeah that's what I want to say about that So that's how I feel about the personal environment I'ma just you know Move to the next step off that about um, It's your personality Times your personal belief Equals the end result of the person you will be Your environment just affects your perfection of life in which it can change your personal belief based off of what you used to seeing in your perception. It doesn't have to necessarily. If you, I feel like if you're a strong with a person, you can see through what your perception is. Like you can see the environment you in and you can understand like there's more out in the world than where I'm at. So I don't necessarily have to start taking parts and everything like that. So hopefully I'll could sum that whole little thing of what I just said with that. Hopefully I made y'all understand that better. And that's what I mean. Like I could be around the gang members, drug dealers, killers, whatever y'all want to say. Um, the ladies, man, and, and not still be cheating on girls, lying to girls to f them, not you no know, stealing, robbing, and killing motherfuckers for the dumb shit, you know. And it, but at the same time, I invested and did the activities that I want to do. Did I um have sexual relations when I was a teenager? Hell, the fuck yeah. Was I fighting on purpose, uh, gang with gang members, with other gang members? Hell, the fuck yeah, I was. But those are see, these are the things that I understood. Like I'm taking part of this because I want to do it. Like I like it. Nobody else wasn't going to influence me in to do it. Now, some people like some, nobody just does not, not have no influence on them at all. You, we all get influenced by something. My thing is, to me, I, I didn't look at it as influence. I looked at it as, it was opportunity. Opportunity and curiosity. See, look, that's the equation for me. Because everybody is not influenced by shit. Had I been, I would have just been doing, I literally did so much shit because other people did it. I'm just not that type of person. See, that's not in my personality to do shit because other people doing it. Curiosity. I'm in my Leo, too, so it could, you know, they say, you know, being a cat, curiosity killed the cat, but it ain't killed this one. But, um, but yeah, it's curiosity times opportunity equals temptation or what you want to do. And that's what it was for me. It was me being curious growing up, like, all right, well, I'm not, because it was just like this. How come I'm not curious about smoking? I wasn't curious about drinking. And then, like, well, I was. That's why I did it. But I wasn't curious about smoking or taking pills or no other drugs that motherfuckers around. Like, I'm trying to tell y'all, man, motherfuckers around shit. And could have easily been a damn crackhead anything. So I wasn't interested in that. Like, it, it, I wasn't curious about it, I guess. Like, I looked at it. I can see what it do to people, and I'm cool on that. I can hear about it. I heard what it do to people. I'm cool on that. Now, if that could be influence, or you want to say that's influence, that's one thing. How I feel is I take the information and I process it with my polymath and intellectual brain. And I'm like, that shit just don't sound too smart. Do it. Like, at least the alcohol seemed like the most least common shit. Like, okay, I could die if I drive doing this shit. And if I just drink and go to sleep, wake up, I'm good. I ain't got no walking around this bitch weak. I can't do track. I can't do, you know, football, basketball, my other sports I'm into. I can't do none of that. I'm good once I wake up off this. This other shit look like I'm niggas fucked up. So... That's see, that's called uh, that's what part of being intellectual is. You think 
critically once again take some of these words y'all can look them up look into them man that's what this shit is about um and that's what i was so i always been an intellectual i could always look in it and just critically think of something but if i was curious about it like getting some cheeks you know i probably could have waited to whenever i wanted you know i guess until i was grown married whatever but i'm like you know i'm actually curious like i like girls um just starting to notice the bodies 15 16 i'm noticing 15 i didn't want to do it because i just felt like some about just felt wrong 16 years old came around I'm like all right um i'm down and it was just once again opportunity times curiosity that's what it was me and the chick was chilling with nobody here that was the opportunity i was curious because i'm looking like she undressing and I, I was already looking at you know pornos and shit like that so i'm looking like oh yeah this is the real life thing and then on top of that hormones was just over the top so i'm like i definitely gotta uh see what this shit like i'm about to see what i'm trying to do you know what i see in and i ain't gonna get too graphic i ain't gonna i said that for another time if y'all want to get down that route but um virginity and all that so yeah i lost virginity and all that kind of shit but once i lost that i was like oh i gotta do this again this was fun but even back then i knew to you know strap up get some straps shit like that and yeah i'll go down that, that that whole thing another time because once again i wasn't perfect i ain't always strapped and i had a couple pregnancy scares as time went on but um and then i just wind up strapping all the way up to this age now so <laughs> but yeah uh that's just that's, but that's what i'm saying see that's thinking about everything on an intellectual level on a deeper level i didn't want no kids and that's why i took the route i took with that with women and everything like that but um i guess like i said the next thing i got is what growing up as a intellectual and a savage aka and also a polymath um i kind of went down that just a little bit but i just i guess i'll retouch upon it or whatever just growing up as one it put me in a middle ground type of place with people like going in and out of school all this kind of stuff um i was i was cool and and, and good with everybody technically um i could sit where i wanted talk to who i wanted now and the thing was as i got older and went to high school that's when the shit got harder because then it was like i'm not liking people because of the gang stuff once again i gotta go deep into that and then they chopped us up on the you know school levels um when i was in scott all that kind of shit so then it's like you got these four different type of schools in the school like how the way they did us like they were trying to like well, i guess they were trying to give us like specialties like um you had li health if you want to be like in a medical field you had BTI, which is like business or some shit. I don't remember all the names. Um, so it was a couple names. Everybody know what it is. If you went there, you know what it was. And I was always in schools. It's like they was doing that kind of shit where if you want to have like a special type of career after you get out, that's what it was. And Scott was one of the first schools. And I went there, They the high schools to do that. And yeah, but also in those schools, they used to have like, I don't know how they knew. <laughs> this is the funny part. They, they just like they put all the gang members in one fucking school, bro. Or, or, Cause you know what? People was able to pick the school they wanted too. And this was got me in LI Health. See this, and this is what? This is high school now. This goes back to me like animals. The reason why I got there, cause I wanted to be a vet. That's what I was uh, entering it for, for the you know the medical field. But they're like, you know, you might as well get some, um, some medical experience in general because you might need to know some of this for uh, be a veterinary anyway. Cause I don't think they had like nothing specifically for a vet, but you know, it was like some medical shit. And the thing was, it was like, it was technically based off like one class. All your other classes were still like regular as fuck. And you would still, you know, separate on these different floors. But yeah, it it came to a point where I was just like in, in high school. That's where I really became, started to get more antisocial. 
and I was like, I'm not fucking with this person, that person, because during the summertime before school started, standing around Crips. Once again, I don't want to get too deep into this because I don't want to hold the whole podcast up. Yeah, we were standing around Crips. Um, and I know some of y'all, y'all definitely know this. I didn't tell we, we talked about this shit before, so this is another recap. Um, and just yeah, being on the floor where it was technically it was it was Crips. <laughs> it was like it wasn't the shit ton of them. My floor was like it was mixed. It was mainly females. It was rarely any dudes there because wasn't no dudes trying to do no fucking medical. <laughs> That's what it was. Especially not no gang member. Ain't no niggas trying to do no. You a hardcore gamer? You talking about you trying to save lives and you trying to take lives, nigga? Fuck, fuck that. But it was a couple of you know it was a couple other niggas up there. I don't know what the fuck they picked or why they picked it, but um and this one first started so we just got in there and it's like all right but it's mainly you know nothing but females on the floor and then you slowly but surely start seeing you know certain dudes get moved because you start getting schools moved uh you get your little shit switched because you get the request and you start seeing more oppositions coming up there i'm like all right well i'm not being this friend i'm not being his friend this shit like that so yeah that's that shit is when the whole big different bubble um, so yeah, that's what it was like growing up um, as an intellectual, a savage, polymath, aka you know whatever that you know you want to call it. Um, and obviously moved to a whole different city to go to another different school. But once again, them stories for another time. I want to get into um, so my attraction to violence because this is the hard part for people to understand. Um, and I wish I could have got to this sooner because I feel like I didn't I didn't rambled a little bit, but. My attraction to violence is very, very deep. I realized I was attracted to violence. I always had to say between that 13, 14 mark is when I like, I just knew I like it. This is some shit that like, like I, I liked it to fight. Like, and the thing was, I wasn't a bully, nothing like that. I always liked to finish it. But my thing was I get into problems trying to defend people or see somebody that's, you know, that that's getting bullied or something like that then i'll try to defend them but because i was never good words i ain't i ain't gonna lie i ain't gonna hold nobody up i was never a type of person that could crack on you good none of that i wasn't no jokester type dude that can you know light you up i definitely say shit back you know i'll say my little shit back but i wasn't a good jokester you know that was more my brother thing he can you know he can crack on you from from sun up to sun down and the shit would be funny but yeah it, it wasn't that wasn't in me and that's another thing. That was like a split gene with my dad because everybody would tell you, like, my dad was, he was a jokester, but he was savage. <laughs> AKA, hence how I got a little bit of that, or I guess some of that. Uh, and that's another thing, too, because my mom and him, they like two, literally, like, two separate people. That's probably where I get my Karen side from. Like, she's Karen and he's more, you know, like, she's over the top Karen, he's over the top, like, stern and shit. So, um, now, and that's probably where I got some of this mixture, but. Yeah, that's another thing I can go into. But just back to what I'm saying, yeah, I was never a person that was going to crack on you, light you up, and, oh, look at your shoes. Because big, the biggest jokes people like to, used to say back in the day, too, is when you're talking about people, your shoes talking, and all this, or take your shoe off, I bet you got holes in your socks, all this kind of shit. But and especially that bus ride. So that, for me, it was more on the edge of, like, because I always got told I shouldn't be fighting, because that's how when I was fighting a lot, my dad and my mom they tell me my dad was here because he, he passed when i was um what 15 or 14 turned into 15 but i, I figured it was after i was 15 because it was after my birthday um i was always getting told i need to just stop fighting and shit uh and a lot like a lot like monthly oh you need to quit you know fight doing this down the third and i'm like bro i'm not even catching beef because of me i'm catching beef because i don't like to see motherfuckers get bullied all this 
And then it's just like after you get that one fight, then you know other motherfuckers want to tell their homeboys, and their homeboys think it's gonna be on site, and you like, oh yeah. Uh, and I think I told you about that in the Fight Club. I mostly been people attempted to jump me. I say attempted to jump because I never been jumped by multiple people, and I hit the ground and get stumped or some shit like that. And I'm not tooting my own horn. This is just facts. Um, and I have witnesses, witnesses, people that seen this countless of times. Like I said, I told y'all this. I'm not making shit up. Uh, I will have missing teeth to this day. All my teeth that's missing is due to cavities. Nobody knocked my shit out, but I was knocking shit loose, uh, slamming shit, like just everything. And multiple enemies made me a better fighter. I'll just say that. When I had multiple enemies, I was putting multiple people down. But that's because I've been doing it since third grade. I was literally been getting jumped. But I never had those times where I was, you know, getting stumped out. Plus, I did a lot of physical activities. I'm I'm working out and shit. You can't forget, like, motherfuckers at 15, even 14 and 13, them motherfuckers just start smoking and everything. Like, and, I don't, and they just can't fight. <laughs> I'm going to just keep it real. Motherfuckers just really couldn't fight. But, yeah, man, and just one of them things. But, yeah, my attraction to violence, was it was like that. Then I seen it in Animal Kingdom, and I liked that. And it was just, like, it was a whole different spectrum. Like, I like this shit. And to this day... I'm pretty much the same person I, I was when I turned 16, 17, as far as, like, the shit I like, the shit I do, um, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I just wanted to touch up on that real quick. And the next thing I do want to touch up on is because I'm a big energy reader. I, t I told y'all we was going to get into about that sensitive work, because I know we're getting late on time. But, yeah, I'm a big, big energy reader. But I'm, a, I'm an energy reader on a higher level. I say that because I feel like everybody got a, got the ability to read energy. Some people just ain't really in tune with it. So they might read something that's off, but they instantly let it go. Like, oh, no, it ain't that. Like, this person, like, he cool. Or this person or she cool. is like, she. I know she ain't feeling like this or feeling like that. Um, and they instantly let it go. Me, if I, t I see any small amount of energy, whether it's like you sad, mad, or you trying to be condescending, I'm very big on reading condescending people because most condescending people really want you to even know they condescending. But, um, yeah, I'm real big on that. But I'm, I'm real big on reading people that's trying to hide their feelings. Like, because I can always tell if I'm around a female, friend, I can tell when she like sad or if it's some shit she just really don't want to say. And the reason why I say that is because that allows me to put the conversation in a way where I feel like I don't want to be an annoyance. So I might ask once, like, you know, is, you know, everything cool? This down the third, and I don't want to talk about it. I instantly be like, all right, I don't want to talk about it, but it's always in the back of my head, like, damn, something really bothering this person or whatever, and I'm just looking for the next little piece where I'm trying to read now. It's like, do she want to be alone or not? Because some people, if you ask, they get upset, and they be like, well, why'd you want to say that? Or we're this down the third, and it's like, you know, I'm just going to try to read it. So, and for the most part, I'm usually right. I say about 98% of the time, I'm usually right making the right calls and moves after I read people. Either I stop fucking with them, I get the fuck out their way, or we wind up having a good intellectual conversation about it. <laughs> Hence the word, you're talking to an intellectual. And I think that's another thing when I feel like um, I like about being an intellectual because I can, I really can comfort people or be that ear that's really needed. Because it's real hard, even for me sometimes, when you when somebody talking, it's hard for you not to want to say something back. But, I mean, I'm way better now, you know than i was back then but even back then i was just at a high level with reading energy and just knowing what to say and what not to say pretty much or who to fuck with and who not to fuck with pretty much which kept me out of a lot of dire situations and or everything like that so yeah i just wanted to touch up on that um 
Because the main thing about sensitive, oh yeah, about me being sensitive, I'm only sensitive about one thing. And this is what people don't understand, which is I said, I'll, I'll never want to give all the keys away because somebody could try to, you know, if, it, if it's enemies ever listening, they could be like, okay, I'm going to do this, that, and the third. Because it's just a chess game to me. But people think I'm sensitive. I'm only sensitive about one thing, and that's my respect. That's it. People don't understand because people most most of the people that I be around, when they be like, man, you tripping. Or used to, I guess when I was younger, because I'm not really around motherfuckers to be tripping. I do be tripping still, but, but I'm not around motherfuckers to be telling me I'll be tripping. But, um, yeah, usually back then, like, it, when it's a group of us walking home, walking up the street, motherfucker just, you know, do something or say something, and I'll take it, I'll be like, all right, bro, we can, because we can get down type shit. Like, it's almost, I was look. it's like, I was, yeah, I was looking for the smoke, but I wasn't looking to bully nobody. It was like, I'm just looking for, like, is this motherfucker trying to be disrespectful or what? And usually when I come off like that, they like, oh, man, you tripping or, damn, bro, you just be liking to fight and, damn, bro, we ain't known that. And that's when it turned in. And this obviously my teen years all the way up to like 21-ish. Like, every time it'll be to the point like, hey, man, we, if we call Tay, bro, we got to get him over here if we about to like, if it's a potential we might fight, let's call Tay. But if it's a potential, we just about to kick it. And we know this motherfucker right here goofy. We either got to tell him he, this motherfucker goofy don't take him no type of way. And if we know this motherfucker too goofy to still take our, you know, warning, be like, hey, bro, you know, my, my boy, say about to come around, he really don't be on this this shit right here. He don't really be on this, you know what I'm saying, playing too much or especially physical. Because some motherfuckers thought they can just jump on you, push you, and all this kind of shit, wrestle with you. But, yeah, it be like little shit like that. And be like, yeah, we can't yeah, we can't hang around him, around these motherfuckers. So that's how we wind up getting the two circles of friends and all this shit get to going on, which I had to break that down a whole nother time. Um for the most part and it just gets it just gets so it's so many layers to this shit I, i'm surprised that the hour is almost up already but yeah i'm really sensitive about my respect if i feel like it's disrespect i'm taking it there because i'm willing to take my consequences man at the end of the day i'm willing to take my consequences no however they come whether that's death or jail <laughs> and that i once again i'll go into that another time because some people think that's dumb to to the shit I've been saying, like I said, if you don't, man, if y'all y'all listening from Twitch, y'all know I didn't say this plenty of times. I know somebody like, man, that is dumb. That is kind of stupid, but, and they just ain't going to argue me down about it. And it's like, cool. But that's the thing. And that's when people like some, because I, I remember, I'm going to say it, uh, Don, I remember Donzel saying it, and a couple other people have said this too, where it's like, bro, you just, you so smart, but why, why even react to certain shit bro like i don't see how you would react to some dumb shit but you so smart and it's like it's not i know it's because the thing is i'm i'm smart enough to know i know the shit is dumb but the piece in me i have bloodlust and i'm just trying to keep it real that's my guilty secret pleasure i have a i have a it might be a sick desire whatever you want to call it a sick desire to really just i want to get blood i want to i want to I want to fight. I want to, you know, I want to just, ah, just get this shit out. Um, and, it, and, that, and I like it. I like the roughness. I like the fact that life is on the line. I don't know what it is, but I think maybe I'd looked into, to, I'll be watching too many of them <laughs> documentaries where, where it's like I, the life they live in that nature is so savage. It's beautiful because life is always on the fucking line. They can't take a sick day off. You can't take a, uh, you can't be weak. Like, we as humans get the ability, hey, I'm tired today, I'm gonna lay down. 
And it's, when we lay down and we go to sleep, we not worried about getting snatched up, getting our body shredded to pieces while we sleep, bro. Obviously, there's other things that can happen. I'm just saying on a, on a grand scale, that's not an everyday thing for us. Obviously, there's, you know, robbers and shit like that, but that's neither here or there right before right now. I'm just saying on a simplistic level, the, they can't do, I love that. They date, when you go to sleep out in them sticks, bro, when a lion go to sleep, if the hyenas creep up on them, you can get got. If you are if you a jaguar and you go to sleep and you tripping and you wake up and it's 30, 40 baboons around you, then they now they got the ability to kill you, bro. Your life can be taken. If you a zebra and you get caught lacking drinking water too long, your ass is grab you snapped. There's something about that shit that just and that's the shit that grows in my veins. So when it's like it's more like I'm I don't know. But see, this might be a sickness, so I don't want to talk too much about that now. But let me just stop and let me just go on this to the more podcast. I don't want to get too deep. I go, I will go into that. But that's the type of shit that it, it gets my blood going. Like I'm excited about that. But at the same time, I love peace. I love when it's peaceful. I love when you can just have a good time. I do love. I like. I like that shit because that also makes me a joyful person because I'm in tune with my peaceful side as well this is why i feel like being a hybrid is literally i have two sides majority of people only honestly they want peace they only training because it's the you know they want to keep the peace in their life they want to be able to protect somebody or something like that i'm not doing it for no other reason other than the fact that i want that that gladiator that that war that warrior status feel of just tearing somebody apart that's just what it is and i'm just being honest but majority of the world, they, they wouldn't want to put themselves in a violent situation because, like I just said, it, it's dumb to the rest of the world. Like, why do that? Especially when you got all this other stuff to think about, all this, you know, this down the third. But that's why I like being a hybrid because I feel like I'm always happy. That's another thing where I would definitely have to go into another podcast. Is a lot of people going to be like, when they just heard me say that, man, ain't no fucking way. I know you get sad. You got to be. And I'd say I'm always happy and I'm rarely ever bored, like rare. I'm in it's so much shit I'm into, bro. Cause that's that's the ability of a polymath. Shit don't bore me because I'm not bored at the fact that I can go research why tiles dry you off. <laughs> or why they why they like why are tiles threaded the way they are. You know, I'm not bored by that. I'm not bored by learning that sharks really will get fucked up by a goddamn killer whale, aka an orca. You know what I'm saying? In the whole time, everybody think the shark is the best predator in the ocean. I know that killer whales are the biggest predators in the ocean. I know that those are the real. They they will kill sharks and eat them for fun, like eat they um, pancreas for fun, bro. I know that shit. And it's shit like that. That that kind of it's so much shit. I feel like I, I'm never bored. I'm reading. I'm gaming. I'm training. Or I'm between the sheets with somebody, daughter. Don't <laughs> It's, it's so much shit that it's like I'm just doing though And then that's that's the thing Like it's the reason why I can have female friends Without constantly trying to poke them all bro Like I keep saying this too I know I said this before in another podcast But this shit is real deal life for me This is real serious This is why I'm, I'm never I'm always happy and I'm rarely ever bored And I say rarely like I'm probably only bored And I'm, I'm not even been over exaggerated I'm probably really only bored two times out of the entire year like that's how I'm literally re- I'm really doing so much shit every single no matter what day even if I'm at work when I'm at work I'm reading shit this is why I don't get caught up in the rat race and the money race and trying to have all the money because it's like I'm, I'm learning so much but um but yeah I'm rarely ever ever um I'm happy the only time I get unhappy is when I get disrespected <laughs> 
ding 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 like that's literally on that's the that's the, my only key that take away my happiness like i could be dead square broke i'll be happy i could be i don't know bro like life could even get changed to the point where it's like i don't i could be at that last uh life gripping moment and i would be happy if it's all in good faith of my respect the only time i really get unhappy is when i feel disrespected because i because me i can't let shit go i can't let that it's hard for me to let shit slide it's two reasons why it's hard for me to let shit slide because it's like damn i don't like feeling like like i just let this nigga just get away with that shit like i should fuck him up and then the other half of me is like i, I want to fuck him up and this is a good reason to fuck him up i'm not i'm constant myself i'm not doing nothing wrong i didn't start it he asked for all this what if i was a weaker being what if if this was the if we was in nature right now i'd be able to take his head off clean with no repercussions no jail time no none of that why because this is nature you cross lines you cross boundaries your ass get smoked you get whacked period period nigga that's what it is a lion no better than get his ass all the way in the water with 10 5 12 crocodiles i didn't see it happen but the thing is is it won't be never be multiple crocodiles you in the same thing with jaguar jaguar didn't jump in the, i didn't seen jaguars jump in the fucking water and kill crocodiles brought them out to eat them i didn't seen that like i didn't see and that's what i'm saying like it's shit like that like bro if you really want to get this shit cracking that's all you had to say that's how i feel like i want to be on my married life but if you want to get this shit cracking you want to get it popping that's all the fuck you had to say that's all the fuck you got to say and i told you on my fighters like uh podcast i think at least i think i said it i know i said this on twitch before when you talk about weight and all that shit the only thing that matters in a fight is weight to be honest height it counts for a little bit but it's not like a it's not a deal breaker the thing that i feel like that would have to make any fighter cautious is the weight that you're going against and that's on like a that's like on a small level it's just understanding what somebody can do standing up if they got if they heavier than you that's that's the whole point which i that's led me to my next point i ain't gonna even be able to go i got a couple other points i want to go over but i know this technically end i just want to say a couple more things um i have a extremely deep understanding of fighting which is why i feel like everything i, I train or i do my regimens it's see when i'm solo by myself i know there there is no judge there ain't nobody i'm like hey you doing this wrong because in my head i know what the fuck i'm doing wrong if i'm doing this then a third but i might need to do this to get a feeling as a why and then i can get a feeling doing this this is why i love also training jujitsu and i just really can't wait to see how far i go down the line with this with the jujitsu stuff because i'm kind of doing the same thing with that it's experiment why you can experiment and that's why i see training is like training ain't nothing to me but experiment while you can because that's that's the risk free I got the right to tap if I feel like my shit about to get broke or I'm getting choked out. But, and, and it's a good thing. But once you back in the field in real life, you in that nature life, ain't no tapping. Ain't no nothing. If a motherfucker gets you locked in real life in some jujitsu, you are fucked. Because now you at their mercy. It's if they want to snap your shit or if they want to choke you out. If they in the mood not to choke you out or snap your shit, guess what? You not, it ain't going to happen. They might restrain you, but you come across a motherfucker like me and you start, oh, yes, buddy, you're you going to the ER for sure. <laughs> oh, and I do got something to say about gun owners, but I know that's a whole nother topic, which I ain't going to get into that. But that's what nothing is. I have a real deep understanding about that. And it's like if people just give me a chance sometime. 
then they'll be able to see. But I'm 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 the, I feel like since I'm more of the you know higher intellectual for the most part, I usually just let people have stuff and I'm like, all right, yep, okay, yep, all right, because I don't want to argue them down. I feel like in time they'll wind up seeing that. Um, they'll see what I was trying to do or what I'm doing, just with anything in general, whether it's friendship, all that kind of shit. Like that's just little shit I know. Um, and damn, this is the end of the podcast, which I know I, I'm just gotta say this because I want to get to this this point at least. See, being an intellectual and a polymath, and somebody that's also savage or you know good at doing violence, I can I'm I'm in all the positions to if I offend somebody intellectually, I'm willing to take it there physically. And I have the ability to, you know, have a good chance at winning. I'm not someone win everything. See, that's not what I'm saying. But I know I'm a hard enough target that if it goes there physically and if the person do win or the people, you know, depending on because my situations usually be multiple people. I'm cool with them winning. It's just it's not about to be easy. I know that much. But the thing is, is I'm in I have enough experience to, you know, protect myself. And that's where I feel like a lot of my confidence comes from, too. Like Crypto said, it's hard to be scared when you prepare. <laughs> it's hard to be scared when you prepare. And it's, I feel like I've been training my whole damn, all these fights, bro. And it's like, I know it's like the control, that adrenaline, all that kind of shit. Like, it's just so much. But I definitely want to get to this point. It's, see, I see value in sneaky people and liars and deceivers. Well, liars and deceivers are probably the same thing to a degree. But the reason, and that's why I see... That's why I don't have no problem keeping those type of people around me. And that is definitely an entirely different podcast. Me and King Wolf talked about that with the snakes in the garden. Um, I got that podcast out. You know, that was done, what, some months ago. But just to say why I see that, I don't, I'm not saying their characteristics. I don't, I don't care. Their characteristics is not what I value. I value the fact that this usually sneaky liars and all that. See, those are like the those are the evil forms of me. They 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 might be, uh, you know, a narcissist or a polymath, too. But that's the evil form because they have the powers to deceive. See, I just don't deceive my power. I'm not a liar and I'm not sneaky unless need to be so I can find out the truth. But I'm not sneaky to deceive nobody or hurt nobody or use nobody. If I'm sneaky or I'm deceptive is to find out the truth at where this person stands. It's more like a test, so to speak. But at the end, ultimately. I have good moralities that I'm not about to do nothing past that. Where these other people, that's like the evil. So technically, the reason why I say that, keeping them around, it's like I'm playing chess with them. Because I, at the same time, most of them people are dumb and they can't tell that you actually smarter than them and you can just, you just letting them be and they don't understand that you're actually like, you can tell when they fucking lying. You can tell when they being sneaky, but you pretend like you don't got this. And this, once again, this is a whole nother podcast on a deep level. Y'all want some deep shit. Y'all want some deep game right here. And this is why I feel like when people are like, damn, how was you hanging around gang members? You, Cause you know, gang members, it's the same shit. You got some good game. You got some evil, especially evil ones, but they usually weigh more on the evil side because they, they're deceptive to get over and when you around that crowd it's real good to see like when you sit back it's really like a movie i done been in parties and we done went there with people that we all done went there with and it's like hold on these why these people cool like they'll be trying to set us up like i said this shit get deep it's really like a movie but this is where my brain comes in and it's helped me in so many situations where me or my brother a couple people could have been killed but we was able to see through. I was able to see through. Is you no, know, this shit it just gets deep. But yeah, that's why I see value in sneaky people, liars, and deceivers. If you deal with them people and you keep them around, understand. Obviously, you understand these not your real friends, so you can play with them. If they feelings get hurt, fuck them. 
That's how I see it. If your feelings get hurt one day or I do something to hurt you, fuck you. Because I'm going to let you know you're not my real friend. You should already know I'm not your real friend anyway, but you're you're too dumb to realize my, my actions. Or you playing chess with me. You think that you can see that I, I'm, I'm not your real friend. You can see that I'm not doing this, but you might not understand why I don't like you, but you understand enough that I'm not fucking with you because I can see through your bush. I can see that you, you're a deceiver. And I usually like to lay hints, too, for the most part. It's like, I like to let it be known I'm, I'm more of a righteous person and I always been and I don't like liars. I don't like this, that and the third. And if you know you that, then you know, I don't like you. See, that's my way of just letting that out right there on the spot. So when I see people and I'm, I let them know, I'm like, all right, game on now, because you still want to fuck around with me thinking shit sweet. And I just told you what I don't like, but they usually wind up saying something towards the opposite. Well, you know, this, that and the third, but I'm more like shit. If I can do this, I'm going to do this or whatever the case, you know, they usually let themselves be exposed as well to a degree but i feel like they think they got the upper hand and that's where nah, uh-uh. but yeah um yeah this has been one crazy podcast man hopefully y'all like it um as always continue to support if y'all want to support i appreciate that i'll be dropping another one but if y'all want me to go any over anything more in depth in a whole nother podcast just please let me know on my twitter tweeter or if y'all from my from the Twitch gang, just let me know when I'm live on Twitch. You know, y'all can just drop you know podcast ideas if y'all want to do that. Or if y'all follow me on YouTube or Instagram, drop some comments, leave a comment on a random picture or my most recent picture or recent video, and just be like, hey man, um, I heard you, you know your podcast doing this then the third. Can you talk about this? I'll go into that. Um, and cause yeah, it's so much stuff that gets so deep. It, it's kind of it wind up getting hard to put everything in one hour, especially when I ramble a little bit, but. Once again, man, stay tuned. Stay like, stay messing with this red dragon. And I'm always aware. See, that's where I get the red eyes. Always aware. <laughs> always. I'm telling you, always be aware. And with that being said, y'all have a good day or good night. Peace.